This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 17 of the Wisdom by Wisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. This is Casey Wilbank Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguila. Welcome to the Wisdom by WhatsApp podcast on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Sophia, it's my understanding at the most recent market that you guys award a Best of Show Award. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so it's an award for Best Exhibit Space, whether it's a permanent showroom or a temporary exhibit space. So Best of Show stands for the most visually appealing exhibit space, which can be either best decorated, designed, or organized. And there will be one winner in each exhibit area, and the winners don't just get a ribbon, but also a cash price. Oh, cool. So do you have judges, obviously, and who are the judges? Yeah, so the judges aren't the board members, which most people actually think. The exhibit spaces will be professionally judged by an independent group, which isn't affiliated with WESA, which means that they are Mm -hmm. objective. I see. And so to win Best of Show, you must kind of present the most creativity or the most originality. Is that true? Yeah. So, so far we'll only have the competition in January. So you'll have to fill out the January Uh contract and make sure to sign up for the best of show competition. And then once you arrive at WESA, just be as creative as you'd like to be to impress the judges. And then the judging will take place on WESA's pre-market day, which is normally Thursday before the show. I see. And so who, who won the most recent best of show? So besides Coyote Cowgirl, Sarah Joe, which um, is going to be our guest today, the January January winners were JT International, Fire, Rocky Mountain Outfitters, Miss Macy, and One Wild. So it was actually a good mix of apparel, tack, and accessories. Oh, fun. Well, congratulations to all the winners. I'm sure that's a very fun competition to be a part of and judge or just to be a part of by walking by and seeing or visiting or shopping in the booth. So I think it's really neat that that's something that you guys offer. And for anybody that wasn't involved, Sophia told you how you can get involved and and the next time and find the information and and you must enter to be a part of this competition. So I encourage everybody to do that and get super creative next time. Uh, So thank you for sharing all that with us today, Sophia. And we'll get to a message from WESA's president, Mr. Jay Phillips. Hey, Jay, thanks for spending some time with us on the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Where are you today? I'm in Idaho Falls, so I'm home today. Oh, okay. Well, listen, this is actually our 17th podcast. It's the first chance we've had to have you as a guest, as the president of the organization. You and I talked a little bit last week as we got ready for this, and you gave me your background. But for all of those out there who are part of WISA, why don't you share that background in terms of your path in the industry to your current role as president? Yes, I've been in sales for you know over 25 years. I started with a company called Professionals Choice uh, back when they were 
you know, going from a direct sales base to a rep base, work for various companies, still with them today, but I also sell Twisted X and a couple other lines. So, but I've been going to the Denver market for over 20 years. And like I said, been in the industry for over 25 years. And what led you to reach the decision to establish a leadership role in WISA and in addition to your full-time job, also serve as president? Well, when I first started, there's, you know, major markets. They were pretty good. Um, there was the, the West Coast market in Reno. I attended that for a number of years besides going to the WISA market. And as that market went away, um, and there's a lot of factors for it, I saw that, you know, a person needs to give back. I was approached by one of the past presidents and asked if I'd serve on the board. And the main reason was to give back. You know, the, the industry has been really good to me over the last 25 years. And, you know, you have to have people that are willing to give up some time and give back for the things that are important. So that's the main reason is just being able to give back. And eventually you end up going from just being on the board to being on the EC and eventually you end up as, as president and try to lead the organization the best that you can. Now, 25, 20, 25 years you've been in the business. How has it changed and how do you see it changing continually in the future? The change, um, a lot of it has been when I started, there was a lot of more independent stores, I would say. And now you have the big box stores, which would be your, your wheat belt, mid-states, your farm stores, your tractor supplies, your boot barns, your cavenders, those type stores. And the mom and pops have turned into either destination stores or they've kind of gone away. And then you've had the internet that's made a big change in the way everybody does business, which you didn't have 25 years ago. There's probably a little bit of that, but the majority of it now is a lot of internet business that's even by some of those big box stores or barn or, or cavenders or those types, the tractor supply types. So it's really changed the, the landscape of what it's been in that time frame, and, and it's probably going to change some more. Well, and let's talk about what it's going to do, what changes you see coming, and also what role you see WISA playing as those changes occur. Well, WISA, as you know, is probably the, I don't want to say the last man standing because there's still a few local markets out there, but WISA has been the premier market in the industry for a number of years. You know, as long as I've been going, we have international buyers from all over the world there besides the people that come here in the United States. And they're still going to, the leading person out there, I guess, a leading group out there that that's going to put on these markets and have a place for buyers and and, and exhibitors to come into one location to, you know, come together and, and hopefully grow the market. And here in the not too distant future, you're going to shift that down to Dallas. Correct. You know, over the years, you know, Denver's been a great location for us for a number of years with the things that are going on and some of the things that are changing. We are um, in another, not quite two years, we'll be in Dallas and we're going to work there at the Dallas Market Center, um, our markets will go from January and June, which will be this year and next year, to January and August. And we've got a lot of people that have expanded showrooms and 
basically some tech companies that are taking permanent space down there. And so it should be a great market place down there looking for new buyers and, and new exhibitors in that venue down there in that Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay. Now, thanks to Sophia, we've had the chance, Casey and I, to interview a lot of young companies, two, three years old, who are now part of WISA. But if there's someone out there listening who is going to start a brand, going to go into the business on a, on a basis like that, what in your mind does WISA offer them for them to become part of the WISA family? And what should they look for WISA to do for them? But equally important, what can they do for WISA? WISA is always looking for for new people, new companies. We give them a platform where they can basically uh, show the things they have, whether it's caps, whether it's a, a new leather company. What you'll see, and I'm sure it'll be the same in Dallas as it is in Denver, you know, people try to be in areas where there's a lot of foot traffic. So you try to get next to a, a major brand and we does that by putting some of these smaller companies there, where they'll get a lot of foot traffic that'll come through there. And if somebody's coming to see a major brand, it gives them the exposure out there in the open where people can see their, the new products, the new ideas. I know you've done, like you said, some of these in the past people that have, only been to WESA once or twice, but it gives them the exposure before they are able to uh, to get out in the marketplace, gives them a chance to possibly find reps that are willing to carry their brand and go out and showcase it, you know, out in the marketplace. So it's really a win-win for everybody, uh, which is uh, what we've known for quite a long time. Casey and I have both been to numerous uh, WISA shows in Denver. And so I think anybody out there who is beginning a company, starting a brand like those people we've talked to, should really carefully consider and enthusiastically consider becoming part of WISA. Jay, uh, what else might you want to mention? You've been kind enough to give us some time, but you're going to be providing the leadership over the next 12 months. Anything else that you think would be important for for our listeners to know. Just that WISA is an established brand out there and that uh, even with our move to Dallas, you know, we need to have a big thanks to Sophia and the office people that work with us there. They do a lot of the behind the scenes work that's out there. They're the ones that actually, you know, do all the hard work, the board of directors and the executive committee. We're out there to kind of give them guidance, but, you know, they're the ones that put on the show we're thankful for Dallas and, and it's going to be great, you know, moving forward, you know, sometimes change is a little bit tough, but I see all the positive and everybody's been really great as far as the outlook the prospects of moving to a new location with some, with some new people down there, new exhibitors, new buyers, but WIS is a great organization. And like I said, it's a, it's a tradition that's been going on for a number of years and I hope it continues on to, uh, to be the place where, where buyers and uh, exhibitors have a chance to meet and uh, help grow the market. Okay. Well, Jay, thanks for spending the time with us. We look forward to working with you over the next 12 months. I think it will be a, another great year for WISA. And thanks for sharing your thoughts, both historically and in the future. We appreciate you spending the time. And thank you. Appreciate the time. You guys have a great day. Thank you. 
The inspiration behind Sarah Jo Otto's creation of the popular new Western clothing brand Coyote Cowgirl was her love of the Western lifestyle and her love of her now-deceased grandfather, who had a major influence on her. This led her to set aside a career in education, for which she earned a degree, and dive headfirst into the Western fashion industry. As another example of the firm's creativity, it won the Best in Show Award at the WESA January Market. Sarah took time to tell us more about her story. Hey, Sarah, thanks for taking the time to join us on Wisdom by WESA. Absolutely. I'm very excited to be on with you guys today. Well, and we're glad to have you. We had a nice conversation a few days ago. I think there's some interesting background about your company. Uh, It's not going to surprise you that Casey is probably more attuned to the whole concept of women's Western fashion than I am. But I'm pretty intrigued by the business because, as you explained it to me, you actually have a virtual business. You're in Oklahoma. Your designers are all over the country. You produce the proglows in other places up north, and yet it's been a phenomenal success. So let's take a step back. You were in graduate school, or you were getting a degree in education, and today you've got a hot Western uh, brand product. Tell us how that happened. Well, I was in graduate school, and I had lost my grandpa in 2012, and he was my best friend, and I I couldn't decide how to fill the void in my heart. I missed him dearly, and he was one of those cowboys that just cowboyed without having to talk about it or tell you how tough and rough he was. He just was, and he knew it. So I thought, why not create a t-shirt line, something to keep the legacy of the true cowboys that I grew up around alive? And I remember the last time I talked to him, he had sent me flowers because I was sick. And he said, I called him to thank him. And he said, "Um, when you get better, I'll take you to the saloon, sis. So that was the very first shirt we came out with. It said, take me to the saloon. And people just loved the story of keeping a true cowboy alive. We we ran Buffalo for 23 years. They just love that real Western lifestyle that everybody wants in this Western t-shirt world. So that's what I gave him. And I, it just took off. God really took the wheel and he blessed me more than I ever could have imagined. I was actually at my aunt's house the other night and she said, Sarah Joe, did you think this would ever take off like this? And I said, no, I did not think it would because I just, every day I get to tell the story of the greatest man I ever knew. So it's a hobby for me. It's not work. So God just really took control and keep telling stories of what my grandpa, what I remember of him. Oh, Sarah, I am rooting for you. Let me tell you, I think I got the chills and tears all in the same uh, token. I feel like maybe you're my kindred spirit. I I have similar story with my grandfather. This this seems very almost surreal. So I am rooting for you by all means. You remind me of my younger self to some degree, and that is not taking away from you because you're probably far beyond me. But I want to read your, you're welcome. And thank you for being a part of the industry. I think we, we need more people with the motivation and and you're young and you're passionate about it. I love it. So I open your website and the first thing I see is a very bold statement that I want to just go ahead and read. Style is the Cadillac of this century, just like the last, the style that will catch an eye, the style of the past. These shirts reflect the miles and the stories told my grandfather and his friends. 
The wild, the bold, the stories of the old wild west and gypsies untold. The mystery and the character of the women of the West who fight for what they believe in and look all the best. Wow. I, I just, so telling. And if you want to touch on that a little bit more and just kind of lead us more into your venture. Right. I have a friend that is kind of a cowboy poet. I'm not going to take credit for that because I can't write that good. Mm-hmm. But I told him, <laughs> I was like, you know, I just want some cool catchy phrase when people come to my website and he knows about yeah. my grandpa and he knows the vibe of my sure. company. And he wrote that. And I was like, well, you said it better than I ever could. So that's where that came about. And that really set the tone for right. what I was trying to do. Oh my goodness. Grandpas are special, right? Grandpa, tell me about the good old days, right? Right. Let's dig yeah. into your product line. <laughs> I feel you. I, I, this is, this is too much, but let's talk about the shirts itself. I love okay. them. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. Right. You can do, I'm That's, thinking of all the ways I would wear it, right? You can, you can wear a, a slick blazer with it or something, or you can, you can wear it in the practice pin. It, you can go right. any way with your shirt. That was my goal with my clothing line, because like I said, we had Buffalo for 23 years, and there was a lot of working with the Buffalo. So I wanted something that you could wear like out in the pins, working with the Buffalo, or we would show our Buffalo. We would take them to different stock shows, rodeo associations, and you had to look nice at those. So I wanted some kind of t-shirt line that was so versatile that you could wear it in the pins, at the rodeo, at the show dressed up or dressed down. So that's where um, my inspiration came from was what we did with the Buffalo as a kid. And that's how I wanted these shirts to be able to be dressed for. Sure. And the variety you bring is such a perk for your retailers, because when you're thinking about carrying your, your product, whether it's in a brick and mortar store, whether it's in a traveling Mm -hmm. boutique or whatever the case may be, the options they have to display your product are absolutely endless. They can take it to a ranch rodeo. They can kind of make it punchy. They can take it to an upscale Western boutique-ish type event, and 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 they can really, really dress it up, add some pearls, dress it up. So I think the opportunities are really endless for your retailers. Yeah, thank you. That's something that I pride myself in a lot. All of my designs are hand-drawn right here in the USA. And um, we're very original and very unique. And whichever fancy you need to fit, our shirts can fit it. So I love that they can go this way or that way. So that's something I do pride myself in. So I appreciate you for pointing that out. Yeah. Well, and I'd like to add... (laughs) I'd add something here. Not only are these neat products, but... Sergio, you're a pretty astute marketer. If you look at the website, there is just some eye-popping photography, and that's not by accident. You were telling me that you have a place you go to where you do all of your photography. The website is a great design. If I'm somebody, a retailer who is carrying your product, it's really great to know that there is not only a creative person in terms of creating a product, but there's a creative person in terms of marketing. If you scroll down the great photographs of all your designers, which I was shocked to learn you never met, which is why I like the fact that you're a virtual business. There's some really great photography and marketing that's going to support me as I am a retailer, uh, in addition to being a really great product. Well, thank you. I never took a marketing class one, so that means a lot. 
Well, I think maybe it's just well, you're, you're, you're a natural. I, uh, unlike Casey, I'm not sure how many places uh, one would wear your products, but I've been in marketing a long time. And I really did like and do like the what you're doing. And I think the retailers would like it. But let's segue that into the fact that this is the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. And your creativity, not only in product, but in exhibit design, won you an award at the show this year. Yeah, when I saw them walking into my booth, I knew they were in charge of Wisa, and I thought, man, I did something wrong. I'm in trouble. So I just kind of sat back behind my little checkout stand, and she was like, Sarah Joe, you won Best of Show. And I was like, oh, it's so good to see you, because I wasn't in trouble. So I got up, and <laughs> I, was just, I was just kind of mind blown, because I had my brother. He built all of my set. We were sitting at Texas Roadhouse one night, and he's a mechanical engineer, so there's nothing he really can't do for me. And he drew out my set on a napkin there, and then he had it built for me the next week. And so it just means a lot because I, I pride myself so much in being a family business. And just as much as the ribbon is mine, it's his because he built it for me. So that did mean a lot to win that out of everyone that was there. Well, and, and to go just a step further, Mike had mentioned your eye-popping photos as he described it. You've taken those and you've utilized them also very heavily on social media. You have a very strong social media platform across numerous platforms set up for yourself. Yeah, social media is really the way of selling in our generation today. And when I started, we had just on average probably 3,000 followers. And we did our first photo shoot at Bonanza Creek Ranch in Santa Fe. It's where they film all of the Western movies that like Lonesome Dove, Tombstone, Magnificent Seven. So I got in there somehow, thank God. And, uh, The first photo shoot, I had no expectations. It just really took off and it really took social media by a storm. And it really built my following, the models that I was lucky enough to work with. It truly just built my following. And in less than a year, we were looking at a 30,000 follower leap. So just being able to take photos at such a um, exclusive set and the models I've been lucky enough to work with, that's how we took social media by a storm, really. Right. Well, and I... The reason I bring social media up, it's so crucial and it's so vital in the world that we live in today. And again, it's just another perk for your retailers because when the brand itself is getting itself out there as much, they're already creating an exposure to the consumers and the potential consumers for your retailers. And so that is why I wanted to touch on that. And we can't let you go without mentioning you started this company yourself in your home. I don't remember what Mike said. I I don't know if he said kitchen table or the the words that he used when he told me, but I think that this is a, um, something that needs to be said because anybody listening that maybe is thinking of starting a brand, this is a, Hey, this is an American dream right here. You started this from your home and look where you're at. Yes, ma'am. I, when I had the idea, I thought, well, I'm just going to make the shirts myself. So I needed a $6,000 loan and I was, let's see, 22 at the time. And I had 10 bankers in a row tell me, no, they said, you're too young. We, you're not, this isn't going to work out. We're not going to invest in you. And then a friend of mine was a loan officer and he said, well, I, I trust you. I bet you can do it. Gave me the loan, paid it off in a couple months and it just took off. So I was just so excited. And my mom and dad was like, well, the kitchen table is for eating, not for your shirts. So how about you just clean out one of our spare bedrooms make it your office, make it the print shop. We'll go from there. I said, okay, thanks so much. So my brother built me some really cool work tables and 
Then it got to the point where dad and I and mom were doing 500 shirts a weekend and we would be up until three or four in the morning and then they'd go to their real Mm -hmm. jobs and I would try to keep up during the day. And like I said, God really put his hand of favor on my business and it got to the point where it couldn't be a mom and pop house shop anymore. So I had to outsource (laughs) my printing to a lady in Iowa. But yes, I did. I started uh-huh. it all by myself. Uh, my parents have yeah. been my best workers so far, and yeah. it was funny. I've been I've been going through a little bit of a business slump. Nothing crazy. Just you know how you get in business. And last night I had this dream, and it was my grandpa, and he was sitting at the kitchen table, and I was sitting right by him, and it was so realistic. I could have reached out and touched him, and I said, "Grandma gave me your shaps because she gave me his shaps a while back," and I said, "They fit me so good." And he just looked at me and he said, I'm so proud of you. And then I, he was gone and I woke up. And I know God had that happen for a reason because I've been saying so much how I wish that my grandpa, I wish he could see what I'm doing. I know he is in heaven, but I wish he was here. And, you know, God heard that and he needed me to know that he is proud of me. So if there are people listening that want to start their business, they can do it. All you have to do is have a passion and a prayer and it'll happen. God will, if you glorify him, he'll make it succeed. Well, I think you but also have doubt, to have some energy and a work ethic. Yes, energy. Lots yeah. of energy. <laughs> yes, lots of well, energy. <laughs> and without a doubt, I'm sure your grandpa is very proud of you uh, as Thank your you. dream conveyed to you. And also, again, it's so neat. You started your company from your kitchen table, moved to the spare bedroom, and now right. you're one now best I'm trying to build a at warehouse. Oh, good. Well, hey, you're going to make it happen, and it's all going to be good. I've grown out of and the you, bedroom, so it's time. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And that, with the help of WISA, you know, now you're performing there on the right. WISA stage that they're providing for you and one best show at their market. WISA has to be such a blessing to you. It is. It really is. It's brought me such big stores because I've just been, you know, small trying to get my brand built. And at this past January market, I was just so humbled. I cried at night because I couldn't believe the amount of people interested in my brand, the people, oh, I've heard of you. You're on my list that I had to come see and people that ordered from me. So yeah, WISA has been such a great tool for me and I'm so thankful to be able to go there. Sure. Well, listen, Sarah, we, congratulations. yeah, and thank we you. thank you for taking the time out of whatever you were doing, because I'm sure that you have three or four things you're trying to do at once, but we really enjoyed talking to you. I think our listeners will be inspired by what you've accomplished, be excited. Uh, and so we appreciate you sharing, uh, sharing the story of Coyote Cowgirl. Yes, absolutely. I'm thankful you guys let me be on with you today. Thank you. The show notes and contact information for today's show can be found on the show's website, www.wisdombywisa.com, and we'd love to hear any feedback you might have. There's a contact list on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets.